Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 2020 Summit, the next 10 years on CVU Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. Presenting world-leading podcasting and online thought leaders, channelers, speakers, intuitives, visionaries. Talking about what to expect for human evolution in the next decade, a massive new infuse of energy filled with new codes of information, discoveries, revelations, compassion, benevolence, beauty, magic, and new inventions. What we are sharing with you during this summit is creating real change in this world. The effect is real, a movement of real change. This is the time. All of us coming here together is by design. We want to thank you. Thank you for being here on the starting of a new decade. A decade where abundance and giving back goes hand in hand. Tangible change is being made on this decade. Together, in togetherness, we are making palpable, tangible change in the world. The 2020 decade will be a decade of remembrance, a point of realization of how much you are aligned with your spiritual truth, your divine self. Together, we will explore the beauty of remembrance during this movement of alignment. Our cells are now instantly being recoded to a higher order, and our layered bodies are being able to process a much more advanced level of cosmic data, causing our outward matrix reality to morph into the new Earth-Heaven frequency. This is true for every living species of Earth and beyond. Fascinating information is coming through highly sensitive beings, and it is shared through channels like ours to humanity. There is no ownership or entitlement. All transmissions gathered during the summit are being infused with crystalline diamond and Christ consciousness data to withstand time and space, traveling waves of energy to touch each and every awakened heart. We know who is here. You are welcome to join us live every Monday or Friday during January 2020 at 5 p.m. EST, 2 p.m. PST, United States, or 2200 UK. Call 805-830-8344 or simply replay the episode. Links are available at our website, cview1111.net, under 2020 Summit tab, or go to our event page, 2020 Summit, next 10 years, on Facebook. Welcome everybody to the 2020 Summit. I am so excited to be here with you and with our host, Lara Wells, who will be joining us in just a second. Lara is an intuitive, a medium, and a cosmic messenger, and so many other titles that we can come up. But the important thing is that today, she is telling us what is it that she is uh, receiving about the next decade. And this conversation, as all of the others, are here to assist humanity, to give you a point of view, another reference. But remember, we are all getting information. So it's so important that you believe in what you are sensing. So one of the things that I like most of having people like Lara is that many times I listen when someone is talking and I can hear myself, my own heart in other people's words. It's like, oh, I thought about that. Oh, I dreamt about this. So let's bring Lara today and so she can uh, share some of the uh, wise and with the wisdom that she's getting and share with everybody here with us. Thank you for listening. Hey, Lara, how are you? Hi, Claudia. I am wonderful. Thank you. How are you? 
I'm doing fantastic. So exciting to live in this era of transformation and shift. And regardless that sometimes it feels like, oh, again, another shift, another vortex, when are we going to be done? At the same time, I don't know you, Laura, but change is good. Change is exciting. And if we align with the manifesting, the miracles, the magic, I think we are doing good, right? Absolutely. I think um, it's really important to note that when you say that change, people don't generally like change. And um, I found that change, unless it's actually administered at times even by myself, you know, I can be a bit resilient when other people are, are kind of pushing for change. But what really fascinates me, Claudia, are the change that the energy is bringing to the world and as and the human evolution of us, basically. And that's coming at a little bit of a price. It's coming at a little bit, if you imagine that the whole world is just being yanked out of place and repositioned. So when you're saying, you know what, not another vortex, you know, not another, that there's going to be several more, let me tell you, over the next 10 years, this next 10, the decade that's coming up. So it is a decade that's going to make its mark, right? There's a lot of repositioning concerned. And I feel that um, as a medium, all right, medium, after all, the word means communicator, right? The thing about being a medium is that we don't just feel the people energy, you know, energy of people around about us. But we feel the energy that's coming backwards and forwards within the world as well. All right, so it can be a bit like a minefield to navigate, you know, our way through it. I think you'll understand <laughs> that. Because <laughs> I bet you feel it as well at times, don't you, Claudia? Yes. Yes, definitely. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about what that will mean to us um, on our journey of human evolution. All right, I want to talk a bit about how aligning with this new energy of the universe and acting, up, acting upon it or with it, right? Learning to go with it, learning to interpret the information that we're, we're getting. After all, we're happy to pick up a phone, aren't we? All right, and communicate through that and, you know, go in the way that way. But we're, there's probably a lot of people out there that are maybe would query a little bit of going internally to listen to the type of communication from something they don't necessarily see. So we're still driven very much by the visual aspect, right, and the intuitive aspect, which can put up a little bit of a fight within our brain, all right? Now, we get what's called a bit of a conflict spot. There's a bit of a blind spot in the brain, and this blind spot actually resides in, in us all in a different way, depending on what a reality has actually been and what actually our intuition is showing us and the part in the middle the conflicting part the energetic conflicting part could also hide what we call a blind spot so when it comes to seeing things like spirit like otherworldly beings like um other other entities and other dimensions right we can't see them, right? A lot of us can't see them. A lot of, you know, of humans cannot see them because they don't know what they look like, right? You've only got the images based on what you see, like in a film or in a documentary, you know, or in a book somewhere or in a cartoon, all right? Because the way that our brain is wired, we're, we're tuned to or fine-tuned to see and believe what we see as opposed to believe what we don't see, because how can we believe in something that we can't quantify or actually get our head around? However, as we've evolved over the last few years, and most certainly coming into this decade, you will, around you, you will have communication with more empathic people, um, empathic people um, amongst us human beings are more wired to feel-see rather than see-feel. So when an empath will say to you, oh, I'm seeing this, in actual fact, they're not really seeing it through their mind they're actually, and their eyes, they're actually feeling it, and then the mind is actually creating a picture off the back of that feeling, which does not necessarily match with what we see in films, with what we you know, hear in TV programs and what we read in books. That'll only take us as far, in fact, 
of what our logical mind is capable of understanding, all right? We have imagination that goes on beyond that. But if we take it right back to the feeling, all right, being able to feel if there's an energetic change, being able to feel, and first of all, you can practice it with others round about you, being able to feel how they feel towards you, right? Do they feel like they've got good energy towards you? Do they feel like they've maybe got an, an agenda and you can't quite put your finger on it? How many times have you been in a situation where you've thought, that doesn't feel right, but things are telling you on the surface that actually they are the opposite of that? So already it can it'll create a conflict of hesitation whether you say anything, right? Whether you do anything about that situation or whether you make a conscious choice to leap to the logical part of your mind after all, you've got to believe in what you see. Otherwise, you know, what is there? It will put you into a place where you will find it difficult to actually have faith and belief in something. How silly does that sound if you're running around saying that you believe in seeing and stuff, um, or believing in stuff that you can't see? Right? How silly does that sound if you're believing in feelings that you, you other people can't interpret? But this is the reality for a lot of empaths over the last few years, is stepping into a world that's so challenging with so many conflicting signals, incoming signals. We're all built for a different purpose. And let me tell you right now, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you were created for a specific reason. The universe makes no mistake. The universe does not like to be challenged with that. When you are burst into your physical being from spirit world into this world, from and even if you don't want to believe in the term spirit world, how is about a different dimension, a different dimensional reality? You get squeezed from that one into this one, into your physical presence, into your physical lesson, your physical experience. And it wouldn't pay for us all to be the same, would it? But we we do have clans, we have packs, we have tribes, we have people who are similar to us. So if you're listening to this right now and you identify with the the being an empath, with the that your energy works in a different way. Because let me tell you right now, as an empath, your energy does work in a different way. All right. Whereas other people would take it external, internal, we take internal to external. If you look at the energetic field of an empath, you will see that their energy flows behind them, but it's picked up on a specific type of camera that are similar to wings. Yes, could this be why angels could have been seen over over the last few hundred years? But in fact, it's maybe an empath whose energetic force field is working in a different way. Perhaps also we have to consider that maybe they, they do have abilities that are different to people that are more visually based in this society. So if you look at technology, if you look at all the, the computers, you look at what they work on between bombs, between spaceships, and probably a whole host more, always looking to achieve something that's magical, always looking to achieve the next stage of that physical reality to impress other countries, to, to um, size up to other countries, to, to make them feel that, you know, we've got the edge all the time, or they've got the edge all the time. But the truth be told, right, what if the power lay in actually being able to generate magical energy yourself, right? You've heard the saying, as above, so below, as within, so without. That is actually a saying to do, saying to do with the um, universal law of polar, um, yeah, the polar universal law where everything exists on the, in the one space and can exist on the opposite end of the spectrum. It all exists in the same space at the same time, all right? And the as above, so below, so within, so without, is actually to do with pulling and manifesting energetically from above to within and then changing that with alchemy so that you can manifest it in a physical reality, kind of like birthing it into reality. Amazing things happen from your flow. Amazing things happen from your energy, right? Amazing things that if you just understood for a fraction, right, of how you operate and actually um, learn use that in a, in a really effective way, could you live a different life to the one that you're living now, all right? Could you 
live a different life if you knew how to operate. After all, if you let's just look at this for a minute. If you were to buy a washing machine, all right, and it was the Nusi, but you tried to work it like a hot point, all right, what do you think would happen? Would it still work as a Nusi? It's going to have a different instruction manual. It's going to have um, a different operating manual, all right? People are like that. You could be a Zanussi, you could be a hot point, right? You could be a Dyson. And let me tell you, those washing machines were definitely worth their weight in gold. You definitely got what you paid for then. But getting back to human evolution, right? The, the channeling of what was received, the information that we're downloading, the information that I'm downloading and I want to share with you guys is that we are in a beta energy. We are, are literally being lifted up and like, I suppose, a, a dial in a lock, like it's a safe, it is being shifted and clumped back down into a new combination, all right? So there is a new combination. New coding, that's what that means, being downloaded into you. You have codes that are being activated, light codes that are activated from universal energy. When the planets move, particles move in you as well, because guys, you're listening right now, you are made up of so many particles of planets. You may not believe in astrology or astronomy even, but, but you are made from particles of planets. Science tells us this. So when the planets move, when the Earth moves, when the moon phases change, trust me, you, things move in you. All right. Now the moon, you are what you are exactly what the, the moon shows you to be. Who you are during the moon phase at the full moon is who you really are. Right? Emotions are evoked in that in within you when there's a full moon. You cannot deny that. Some people feel incredibly sleepy, other people people get recharged. I get recharged. So there's different positions throughout the monthly cycle. When we go through a spectrum of situations, emotions, opportunities even, some luckier than others, some have can, can manifest opportunity, and some are just plain old weeks where we sit back and recharge ourselves. But we are an instrument of universal energy, like the washing machine as an instrument, then it's our duty and our mission, should be our mission, to learn more about ourselves to learn what our place is in this new society that's coming up. It's an extension of the one we've been in because, my God, guys, it is fast. Things are changing and evolving really, really fast. But the one question I always get asked is, how do I harness and use my energy to create alchemy and to create abundance in, in, abundance in my life? And I have to say that as a medium, the medium's ability is to detect that energy to communicate with the energy on the other side. To an actual fact, a medium knows how to convert their energy, right? They have a natural place. I was actually talking with my partner earlier on today, and, you know, I kind of put it in a way that, you know, we have a empath, right, indigos, crystal chalk, we have, they have an empathic side. Their energy works in a different way. So they're more inward, all right, with their processing, Right, because we consult our intuition. We've got different places of the brain that actually puts its two pence in to any decision that we're made. And what's more, because we, we're wired to feeling, which is really crappy when you're watching a film and you've got the sad music playing. Can I just tell you that? All right, it is really crappy. However, the other side of that, we can detect things that, that um, can be hard to actually detect from a more logical um, thinking brain and, lo and logical perception. I liken it to the caveman genes of the empath with the indigo, the crystal children. Because going back to caveman days, they didn't talk. They communicated with tele telepathy, right? But their instincts were massive. They're vast. They knew how to extend their aura to feel if there was danger. They knew how to extend the aura to um, feel sorry or, or feel that they wanted to make somebody else better or to go and hunt, right? Then nowadays, we're far removed, more evolved than, than the cavemen. However, we have mobile phones or computers. Everybody and their dogs, practically, that'll be the next thing probably, mobile phones for dogs, but everybody and the dog have a mobile phone. Um, even if they don't use it, they have a mobile phone. But generally, when you look at the generation now, and there's days where I have to remind myself as well, we're quiet, we're into our minds, 
we're using our fingers to type and to really look at the screen and beyond and trying to anticipate um, what other people are actually saying because it, after all when they put posts and stuff it can be totally interpreted in a completely different way to what they actually mean it but really we're into it so the intuition is more expanded right and your feelings are more expanded your perception of your brain because it's trying to work out what's going to happen next based on the experiences you've had and everything that you've been through before it, it's going to try and perceive what the next step is but guess what without you realizing it was switched from the visual side into the empathic into the intuitive part of the mind all right and so we're processing intuitively and my goodness the brain is starting to have a little bit of a wobble here because it's like well which one are you going to listen to are you listening to the logical brain or my intuitive brain but in the intuitive side it's two-thirds bigger than the logical guy guess what the answer to everything you want lies in there we may not know an awful lot about it but we know that it definitely has a say particularly where um, in emotional intelligence is concerned. Guess what that means, emotional intelligence? It's because through your emotions, there is a communication, there is an intelligence. Every cell, every fiber, every part of your being is communicating with each other. And because you're wired for involvement, that's it, plain and simple, to get from um, when you're birthed into this world. And there's only two things in life, with a death and taxes that are guaranteed for you to actually do, then the only destination that you're heading for is to the physical demise of yourself. You need to make it the best journey possible. You need to make it that you give it the best human experience of involvement possible because it's going to get a bit sniggly if it doesn't learn. You're going to get bad tempered. You're going to get frustrated right? because the expansion of the mind is trying to expand, but it's expanding up against that membrane, a bit like a shin with your leg. You know, when it's trying to expand beyond um, what it's known previously and it won't allow it. So the mind needs to be worked. It needs to be um, toned up, like going to the gym. Um, the kids in school, they go through a brain gym now in order to develop certain parts of the brain. I know because I've got five children and three of them went through um, a program like that. And guess what? All three of my children, those children, are um, one's a crystal child and two of them are indigo children. And they needed help with expanding their physical sense. One in particular um, definitely comes from the feel-see part into the see-feel part, all right? And that one child, can I also say as well, that they told me that he would never live on his own and he's now living on his own at the age of 20 years old in, in Wales. And he's, he's studying for a degree, and he's also working as well. So it's able to double up. But all my children are like that. Because I allowed my children to come into my classes and entertain the idea of intuitive expansion and logical expansion. So at some point, I understood that the energy was going to change in the world. And these children, there was going to be more demands made from them. Well, again, we're back to the mobile phones. Show me a child that is not glued to their mobile phone. Right, their brain needs to understand is being rewired in a completely different way. So, how do we incorporate that new energy? What is it going to mean for us? All right, um, it's going to allow you to let go of fear, to let go of anxiety. Right, if you're someone that feels that they've got to super control their life and let me tell you guys I have been around these people as well where they have to write down a list for everything and everything in a list that everything is literally organized right up to the last millimeter of things and in fact I've even been to um, somebody's they practically still have the cellophane in the sofa because they, when they didn't want the sofa to get dirty with people sitting on it I mean guys there are no pockets in a shroud, right? What is it you're working towards when it comes to materialistic things that we're sacrificing, right, on our emotional side of things, our empathic side of things? We're actually sacrificing a piece of our soul and then wanting to know how to manifest, like how to bring forth more abundance in our life. Can we do that when we're so caught up with the materialistic side of things? Or can we balance things? My guess is we can balance things and understand that it's okay to have amazing surroundings. 
this is permission, guys. It's okay to have amazing surroundings. It's okay to drive a nice car. It's okay to feel comfortable in your life. Everybody has a different standard, but it's not imperative to where you're actually going. What is imperative is to learn to trust and hand over to the universe and to learn the communication of the universe, to learn to communicate and learn from the signs that the cosmos gives you, because there are signs. A bit like driving down a road and you see that there's a signpost to Manchester there or to Los Angeles, you know, over there. Um, sometimes we do need direction on a physical level. However, the best direction, the best guide, right, you already have that navigator within you, that's your intuition. You already have a template in there if you learn to let go, if you learn to love and to feel flow. And I'm often asked, how do we feel flow? Flow is when we lean back into that energy. When we sit back, we disconnect ourselves from life. And we feel that flow, right? We feel that we relax. We don't let anything bother us. Even if there's phone calls or mail or if somebody comes to the door, it's a case of not buying into it. It's a case of just sitting back. You don't need to buy into those distractions because they are distractions that will bring you out your flow. And you want to feel it. So guys, you want to feel that flow, you do that. You do it for two days, you do it for three days, you do it for three weeks if you need to. But eventually, mostly sooner rather than later, I've got to say, you will feel a pull from your solar plexus. And you need to follow that pull. That is your magnetic pull from your solar plexus, which is 80% of brain cells in your stomach, right? So this is why we're having so many eating situations go in the world, gluten-free, dairy-free, lactose-free, um, nut allergies, right? As physical human beings, right, does that not tell you about the vibration in the world is, is really raising to such an extent that our physical bodies are struggling to handle stuff on a physical level, which means it's no longer serving us. We're already stepping into different segments of reality. In fourth dimension, people like to think fifth, but in actual fact, we're moving into 4.2, which is a second variation of the fourth dimension. All right. Yes, I did see the scientific evidence in that, let me tell you. So getting back to this flow thing, about feeling that flow, and if you're listening to this right now, I want you to just sit back. Take your shoes off, kick back into this comfortable place, and I want you to breathe up and down really deeply two or three times. You want to take it in, and you want to blow it out. Feel your shoulders just dropping down. Breathe in again. In through your nose and hold it there, and breathe out. And breathe in and breathe out. I want you to feel when you're breathing out that you're dropping deeper and deeper and deeper right into the center of yourself. Just drop your head right down, energy go right down the back of your neck, right down the back of your spine, into the seat of your bottom, right, right through your legs, and feel your feet. Just take root to feel earth there, just to feel at one with the vibe of the earth. And this is really amazing to do when you're outside. But for the time being, no matter where you are, just take a moment just to take everything back to you in that space. Give yourself permission to feel. Feel how curtains feel around about you. Feel how the seat that you're sitting on or the bed that you're lying on feels. Feel how your skin feels. Feel your heart pumping. Feel the energy flow around your body. Just be. You're not somebody's mother. You're not somebody's father. You're not somebody's aunt. You're not somebody's daughter. You're you. A separate entity, not attached to anything else. And I want you to breathe in through your solar plexus, breathe right up through your nose, up through your third eye and your forehead. 
I want you to visualize a wonderful white energy through your crown that's just blasting off up out to the universe, out to the cosmos, connecting to every single star and planet up there, every particle of energy. That is you. Right down the center, you are that energy. Everything else is just packaging. It's just fancy wrapping for a fancy bar of chocolate. Look at it like that. But that energy is connected to that universe. Every movement that you make, every idea you get, every communication you get is directly from the universe. Imagine everybody are ants round about you, all tiny in comparison to what goes on up there. And I want you to bring that down again. Imagine that energy go round and round your body. All right? Round and round, you see a blue energy and you see a red energy. And that red energy is traveling round and goes up and down your back and right underneath the seat. And in the bottom of that energy is what we call kundalini energy, energy that is waiting to be released to fire straight up your spine through all your chakras, clearing everything out, and will reset your physical body. It will upgrade it. Right? It will eradicate health problems. It will reset you mentally. It will enhance and raise the vibration of your physical being to connect with that cosmic energy. It'll be like learning to walk all over, not in a physical sense, but I'm talking the way that you see life. All right. As we move through certain portals, all right, there will be some surprising things happen. And I already want to say to you that things will disappear, whereas they were there in solid form before. As a medium, I can totally empathize. It's shocking when you see spirit people for the first time and you get all sorts of things said to you from others. Oh, you're mad to see that. Oh, that's not really real or there must be a problem you know, in the mind or um, one reason or another. It's kind of like that, but in a different way because things that you've seen before will just disappear. We get it happen here all the time and there's nobody been in and out, <laughs> you know, type thing. But I have an understanding that there's just a crossover of different um, energetic fields. So there is a conflict even with that and things disappear. You get opposing energetic fields where it creates a little vacuum in the middle and things disappear. So as you see that energy go around the body, I want you to give yourself permission Give your internal intuition, intuitive brain, that control center for that different energetic body within yourself. Permission to release itself. Permission to upgrade your body. Permission to upgrade your mind. To fine-tune and reconnect your inner energy to the cosmic energy. To give permission to feeling what's going on there, to feel the moving, to feel the shifting, to feel that you're perfectly placed and positioned at that time, to let go of the need to control, to let go of fear. Fear is based on wannabe perception, all right? Not based on reality. It's based on things that you've been through, and it will try and make the rest up as it goes along, but it doesn't necessarily mean that there should be fear involved. It's just fear to the brain because it needs to know logically what's happening before it will stand out. To let go of anxiety, we notice in the world there are more cases of, I mean, every other person is saying to me they feel anxious all the time. They can feel the vibrational lift. What's happening is that the body won't let go of the past traumas. Well, let me tell you right now, as you're breathing in and out there and listening to my voice, you're not the same person you were last year. You're not the same person you were last week. Hell, you're not the same person you were yesterday. So why do you want to live there? If it's about moving forward, when we talk about releasing and shifting, it's the understanding of permission we give to the mind 
to let go of any crap. It doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter what promises are made. It doesn't matter what has been said to you. In fact, when you open your eyes just shortly and you see the walls round about you, trust me, in a week's time, that's probably not going to matter quite the same either. You want to live a better life. It starts off by believing in yourself, by believing you are a conduit for cosmic information. It is right there. You might not be able to touch it. You might not be able to see it. But that does not mean it doesn't exist. And as much as we, we know that gravity exists, otherwise we would all be on this planet. Yep. Then we know that other forces exist as well. Hell, science tells us that other forces exist too. That's just to do with what they know. Imagine what they have not yet discovered. And if they're prepared to have their minds opened by what is yet to be discovered, then surely it's our duty to have an open mind when it comes to human evolution and cosmic information and shifting. That when we hear about vortexes, when we hear about portals, but it's not just a made-up thing. We can actually feel it energetically. We can actually identify it within our systems. And if you're listening to this right now, you can too. If you go back into that flow, breathe three times like I've been showing you and talking you through this and put yourself right down and take yourself within yourself into your solar plexus, into your stomach, where your 80% of brain cells are. And if you feel that you don't want to talk to anybody else in spirit, talk to your stomach, talk to yourself. Never mind visualizing it in the brain. Trust me, that solar plexus is one of the largest energy centers within your physical cell. Don't you think it's got a thing or two to say? Don't you think it's got a thing or two to reveal? Don't you think that there's communication there? When you're drinking that drink and it's you know, playing up your stomach or you've eaten the food and it's not entirely sure have you ever thought what would it say if I spoke to it and who is it that's actually speaking back because there is a communication there all you need to do is be ready to receive when we talk about receiving information we're talking about the ability to goddamn well interpret that information as well like we have people on the planet that learn languages all the time we can learn French, we can learn German, we can learn Swiss, we can learn African. We, we can learn all these different languages. Think of it like a different language. Think of me as a medium, like an interpreter. All right, there's people like me all around the world. We are just the ones that got up one day and it happened so, you know, it was so pronounced. And we discovered that we were, the universe orchestrated for people like me to be in the position where we were given no choice but to actually address it, but to actually take on board. We had to understand how we work. And now, with this energy in this decade coming up, now it's your turn to understand how you operate, like a washing machine. There's no point using an old default manual when you're an upgraded version. And these energies have been upgrading you. They've been upgrading you so you no longer have to live in fear that you no longer have to live with anxiety, that you don't have to control because you feel like your comfort zone or at your desk. You are being upgraded to trust and hand over to the universe, trust in yourself. This is where it all starts and finishes. There is no way you were created for a menial life. There is no way you were created for anything less than you desire and deserve. Whatever you can dream Times it by 10. Right? Remember, your dreams are only logical too. All right? Unless, of course, with the exception that you're actually dreaming at the time, then, of course, it's your intuition and your energy speaking to you. Because, believe it or not, in each of you, you are born with a code. Each of you have a code that when the time is right and when you've received the energetic um, downgrade and upgrade from the cosmos, you will come online. We're going to use the word online. You are going to step and, and be presented with a new way of life. Surely it would be great to be ready. And we can do that, first of all, by shifting the way that we think, 
by opening yourself up, by leaning back into that flow, guys, wait till you feel that magnetic pull from your solar plexus, then get up, then start getting motivated. Follow that feeling. Don't question it. Allow them to take you where they've all along wanted you to go. There will be things that you don't need anymore that will, that will just fall away from your life. Some of them could be harrowing. Some of them overjoyed. Overjoyed type of feeling. Yep. And an overjoyed new reality in your life. It takes time to adjust to that. It takes time to navigate, remember. If you're a big ship in that sea, it takes time to even do that. They can't do that in the spur of the moment either. I want to thank you very much for listening to me. I've really appreciated you um, like tuning in and um, calling in on um, Quantum Sea View. Um, thoroughly enjoyed my time here. I hope it's been of value to you. It's something I feel incredibly passionate about. And really all I want to do is to inspire, heal, and uplift of as many of you as possible to prepare you for this new energy that has been making its way in for the last few years and will continue to do so. It will get more intense. It will get more magnificent. And you will expand, progress, and evolve as you go into this remarkable, and I already know, amazing human being because you are that already thank you so much for listening wow lara that that was beautiful that is beautiful and yeah with what you say i i can um i can believe that we are still some of us doubting that the change is going on and the and that we are those cosmic beings that you were talking about when there are so much um, signs and there are so much, um, t- so many times where we touch that inside of us, and then it's it's almost like you touch that light that is inside of you, you recognize it, and then mm-hmm. you shy away from that. But and I don't know why we do that. Sometimes humans we do that. We we recognize that we are this divine luminous beings and that we are having this beautiful extremely um i don't know uh, this these lives that we are doing and these stories that we are weaving with each other and we doubt that it's real and then we go back to oh no 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 science this is a one two three we have to have um real confirmation of what it is and we do. That's right. Because, you see, we have a sense of an idea. It's a fight or flight sense. Now, mm-hmm. my dad always told me growing up, and he's still alive, God love him, and he has some very wise advice and some advice that we do lock horns about because he's a very, very logical man. Although I've got to say that he's probably, I've learned that he is more intuitive than what he realizes, you know, as I've grown and, you know, and, and he's got older, etc. But, he said, he'd say, watch what people do under under fear. That's who they really are, right? Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, what we do under fear, a fight or flight sense is triggered, right? And in that fight or flight sense, when it's triggered, we all um, react in a different way, all right? So it's a case of understanding that in fear, we're in fear because the mind doesn't know where it's going and, and it's feeling energy coming in from lots of different places and it can't interpret it. Right. So what do you do in other situations if you don't understand something? You you take yourself off and you learn about it, don't you? You read some books, you listen to some podcasts, you talk to some mm-hmm. people, maybe hire a coach or a, you know, a, a teacher in order to educate yourself. And then you get to a point where that fight or flight sense doesn't kick in and it starts to expand your very being. Your mind will, and body and whole being will take it on to another level. It's a case of having faith that there's more to you than what you realize. You're not small by any means. You, you're small to the universe, but you're made of universal energy. And by God, that energy can do some amazing things. Right? There's no way you were designed to be of anything less than a great human being and have a, an amazing life. No way. 
the universe doesn't make mistakes, and they certainly don't make make um, the type of thing where there's a lot of one thing being left over like food on the plate, right? There is always balance. So therefore, there is a place for all of us in this world. And when the world is changing as it is at the moment, then that place has to also change and evolve too. Otherwise, we, we people say get left behind, but that's also a fear-evoking thing as well when you think about it. It's not left behind. It's just that it will be painful because you're not evolving. Like, being in something that expands in a you know one of those jack-in-the-boxes right mm-hmm. that you, know, you're, you, you need to get out you can't stay in there but fear will put you in that box and stop that lid from opening but wouldn't you want to have a life where if you thought that on the other side of fear was happiness wouldn't you want to take the chance and at least find out and and actually have a hell of a ride <laughs> You would, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, you know what I feel, and Lara, I feel that in that manner, we're going to see great, great um, change on education. I see, you know, in in elementary and middle school and all of the basic um, grades that I, I think we're going to start teaching children about energy and chakras and all of that as a way of getting to know that part of us that was it was dormant for many for so many years so I do feel in the next decade that's going to be one of the most important changes that will be done to education and that will clear a lot of the fear and anxiety that many of the of, of our youth are having right now in ourselves well that that's that's right absolutely correct claudia you know um i think the problems have we've become a bit out of balance because the um saw to the mind and saw to the body but they forgot about the spirit and then what they did was in education is they connected spirit to to religion mm-hmm. right so it was always hooked up to having to believe in something else or somebody else and actually not realizing that straight away the belief should start with ourselves mm-hmm. all right and it can be difficult to believe in ourselves so naturally you know we can believe in God, we can believe in spirit, right? We take it out of ourselves to believe in something else, to, to give us that false belief that's actually believing in ourselves. But it's, a, it's like going round about the garden and the scenic route, right? And it's much more direct than that. We've got the emotional body as well and the etherical body too, when you think about it. So as a society, we've only really catered for the mind and the body and spirit when it's attached to religion. But I think that that's where we've been depowered as human beings, you know, along, you know, the times, is that Mm -hmm. that's also been a way of controlling us, all right? Until one day you wake up and you go, hang on a minute, you're doing that because people are telling you to do it. And, you know, guys, when you're listening to this, I'm by no means telling you to do it. I'm kind of putting it out there to give it another option. All right, of, of growth to say that that might your life might be painful and has been going through a painful squeezing phase at the moment, which you know in reality you're seeing as a result, but but actually you work it back. It starts initially with the energetic feedback from the cosmos. All right, we're a filter, a bit like a sieve when you put the icing sugar, you know, or the flour in the sieve, you know, and you've got to like you know work hard to get it through the sieve at the bottom. Yeah, you know, the to get the, the, the refined icing sugar. Are you with me, Claudia? Yeah. You know, at the mm-hmm. bottom, you know what the is, don't you? Yeah. So we mm-hmm. as a human being, we're a bit like that. You know, we've got the energy from the cosmos, we are the sieve, right? And the result is the squeezing of the energy through the cosmos through us and our physical um our physical being, our physical entity. All right. So it can be painful. It's going to be hazardous. It's going to be, you know, there's, there'll be a good journeys, there'll be bad journeys. But ultimately, it's all to get that fine powder and the manifesting of the, in the reality of the energy that's put through the cell. 
you know, Claudia, I've sat in every denomination of church that you could think of, you know, really I have, to learn about spirituality, all right? Some of them are much more attached to religion, you know, than others. And I, and I do feel that um, our emotional side, think about the empath, okay, being an empath, that our emotional body is just as important, right? If any of those are out of balance, it can send us entirely out of balance. So even if you don't give up on the visual side of life, you know, and the physical reality of stuff, then you've at least got to include the spirit, the spiritual, the etherical, and the emotional as well into our daily living to get full and true expansion. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what I mean by, uh, I think um, in the next decade, Lara, that's exactly one of the areas of expansion that we're going to have. We're going to start understanding that which lies inside of us, all of those different areas, we're going to start expanding and being more conscious of those. And one of the areas where I see that happening is in our school system. And mm-hmm. I think many of, of the um, of, of the empaths and the um, energy workers are going to start being there, working there with society to create that change. Because most of the changes always start from the bottom up. So yeah. that, that's one thing that I, I can envision for the next decade to happen. Because you're right, we need to be in contact with that side of us, and it's happening. We now can talk about it, and our minds can actually um, think those concepts and understand in a little way, because there's so much things to to grasp. But we're starting to understand those uh, that reality that we are so much more than we first believe. That's right. And so when you're looking at the earth, if you, Mother Earth is giving birth to a new reality, right? Mm-hmm. And to do that, a lot of the old crap's falling away, all right? A lot of things are positioning. But at ground level, there have been empaths walk amongst us. There have mm-hmm. been high vibrational people that if you're listening to this right now and you're a light worker and a dark worker, there's something that we don't speak about very often. A lot of a lot of people out there will talk about love and light, right? And they will identify as light workers. But um, there are also dark workers as well. People who are working with a lot of dark situations, bringing light to those situations and to people, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've always got confused at the term light worker, all right? Because you need to go into the dark which means that you're more of a dark worker than a light worker. The light worker is really the other way around. But we won't get all caught up in all the logistics of that at the moment. But for the last at least three decades, there have been um, people on this earth, and we're all connected, but in a, in a certain vibrational frequency, they all worked um, as a grid around the world, healing and nurturing and raising the vibration um, to keep the stability and to keep the very um, foundation stable in order for the shifts that are going to be happening over the next 10 years, right, to keep it in place for it, for Mother Earth to give birth to this new era that we're heading into. So I know what some of you will say is that Christ is 2020, you know, we're starting the next decade and when we get to 2030 we'll start another next decade and when does it ever stop you know um listen what evolvement means evolvement is there an end like we are a reflection of the universe you could arguably say that is is or isn't there an end to the universe as well is there a wall that we hit at some point we could be in a glass bowl right now a bit like fish in a glass bowl right and there's an even bigger people round about that we in fact could be like minuscule and we're not all that we think that we are yet we're here now talking about what things because inevitably right at the start we talked that, that, that people don't like change all right <laughs> don't like change so they're not going to do it right they just want to get up go to work come home watch tv eat a nice dinner in a night time go to bed 
get up and put everything on repeat all the time. They have a regular schedule of guests arriving at the weekend, say, you know, suppers, dinners that they do, kiddies events that they go to. And that generally sets up the cog, you know, the cog wheels of life, a routine. Are you a product of that routine every day that you do over several years? Of course you do. And guess what? The earth and the energy in the earth coming from the cosmos is changing anyway. At some point, we'll all come unstuck. Because we can't do the same thing because we aren't going to get the same results, Claudia. Because everything's evolving and moving, at some point we're going to be hit with a different result and we're going to go shock holder, oh shit, oh crap, I didn't realise that was going to happen. Oh, my life's falling apart. I've now got to go and do this. I've got to go through divorce. I've got to go through... And really it's because we haven't understood that we don't stop learning and evolving just because we've left school. We stop attending our mainstream school to learn things that they indoctrinate into us so that we don't see the vision, that we don't feel the energy around about us, we don't feel the changes, we don't feel what's naturally there. So therefore, we can't align with it. We can't manifest with this energy of the universe. We've been depowered at a core level. Yeah, sure, you might be able to get to go to university and set a degree, but really... That just proves that you are proficient in one thing. That doesn't mean you can open a tin of beans and cook with it. That doesn't mean that you can go and heal another human being. That's extraordinary. That doesn't mean that you can go and invent something that's going to be productive and conducive, you know, for the generation that's up and coming. And really, if you're looking at the generations around us now, the younger generations, and they're wired to their phones, right? Their brain wiring is different. When they have children, their brain wiring is going to be different. Are you going to yeah. be the person that's going to be sitting there going, oh, shit, I should have actually learned that back then. But you've got an awful lot to learn in a short space of time. All right, feel a failure. Don't, don't do anything about it. But the younger generation need people to look up to, to light the way, to shine that torch and show the way forward, to at least give them a pointer, to give them that stability without hemming them in so they can go on. They can go on and light up the world. Even if it's not for us, we should do it for them. Because one thing's for certain is that human beings are going to evolve. The cosmos is shifting like a big, massive, like the, like the internal acting of a clock, right? It will always go round. It will always make movement happen within you. It will always make movement happen without, round about you and outside of you, right? You are but a tiny grain in this whole universal chemistry set, if you want to call it, all right? Mm -hmm. But to align with it, you first of all have to know about it, and then you have to have the ability to not pay attention to it whilst allowing yourself to expand, open your mind, and just receive the information it gives you, but without actually facing your logic and your, your visual mind at it. Put it this way, I went, it's a really good way to actually um, explain things is, you know how you're taught to read a book, right? Mm -hmm. Cover to cover. Have you ever picked up a book, right, and read the first page several times because you keep losing track, right, and then you get distracted and then you come back to it? So you read the first couple of paragraphs again and then you realize that you've actually read that part before and then you realize you've read it four or five times for god's sake can we just not turn the page and get to page two of the goddamn story right we've all been there haven't we and i learned to photo read i learned that the brain if you photograph the front cover right and look at it and the back cover right and you know so the introduction the, the prologue and all the rest of it that the mind will already know what that book's about, right? And when you form a meditative rhythm by flicking the pages over, and I should do a video about this sometime, that the brain will pick the words, your mind will pick the words that it can relate to in the, on the page and associate it with what, it, what you already showed it and gave it the heads up, right, with the, the, the introduction and the back part of the page. Of, of the book, sorry. All right. Now, in those few moments that you've done that, your mind already knows what's written in that book. 
Right? I've had 14 finance books in the space of a few hours, four and a half hours. God, I couldn't sleep for nights, let me tell you, because I've stuffed, inadvertently stuffed so much information in the brain. But when somebody asked me a question about it, I didn't know logically that I'd taken all that information in until somebody asked me a question. And straight away, out of my mouth came the answer. So that told me that we miss so much by what we think. We, we, we think we're paying attention by having to read every single word from a book or from a page to the extent that we can actually forget that we've read those pages like before and read them over and over again because we have to know that we've read the book right we have to know and that's the part that stops you from actually really knowing to know to logically know to know and tell your brain you've read that book or you've read that page that one thing but that will stop you from progressing and to evolve, right? The other type of knowing that somebody would, like me would talk about is to not pay attention to every single word, which means not pay attention to every single thing that's happening to you in everyday life, right? It doesn't matter if a pile of shit, we call it dross. As a medium, I call it dross, right? It just comes in and goes back out, understanding that it's fluid, that it's not set. Hell, Christ, nothing that you see round about you is actually solid. Your brain just thinks that it is. <laughs> Your brain, if you're seeing a lamp, you know you, what a lamp's expected to look like, right? The particles of energy vibrate a certain length, and it'll interpret your mind as a lamp, and it's solid, but it's not. Your body, let me tell you, isn't solid either, right? You just expect it to be solid because you know that a body is meant to be solid and the density of the skin, you know, is the touch that feels solid, but trust me, it's not solid. Like, you move around continually, and life is like that. Nothing is set in stone. It flows, it moves, and to be able to go with that flow yourself, to be able to identify that flow and move with that flow, that with the true miracle of manifesting actually happens. That is how the, the world was created, by polar opposite energies in that flow, right? In that part that's called the blind spot, somehow gave birth to the world and the earth as we know it. That is also where alchemy happens with making manifesting happen. And that's also how we upgrade ourselves and move forward with this new evolutionary energy that has been present for a while, but is getting more and more intense. That's how we deal with it. That's how we bring forth what we desire into our life, by understanding that nothing is static. Everything is fluid, and you either get on that train when that flow comes in, or you end up sitting at the station waiting for the next one. All because you have to know it's a train before you get on it. Well, that is fascinating, Lara. And I, I'm sure, like me, many people have questions and and one, wonders, but I'm so glad that we're, you're going to be coming back every month with your show so we can always ask you more about that and we can always see more of what's coming up for the next year and next decade monthly with you. So I want to thank you for your time here and for your this information. I'm so glad we can release into this episode free as many times as we want and forever because the, the links are there to replay it as many times as we want. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on. Thoroughly enjoyed myself. I really um, feel it's just an amazing program and and. You know, thank you as well, Claudia, for all the amazing work that you do. Can I just take a moment to respect that? And you really have evolved, even in the time that I've known you. You're like a new woman from the one that I met before. <laughs> well, we are all. We all are. So I think that uh, if we just stop and see ourselves, if we could just see ourselves who we were last week, we would want we in a maze of oh my god how much I have grown for last week right or how much I'm Absolutely. different from last week so thank Absolutely. you for having the ability to 
okay. We're, none of us are the same person um, that we were last week. Hell, we weren't even the same person as we are yesterday. All right. <laughs> and, and somebody told me I was the same person to the one that I was yesterday. Probably get quite, you know, I've taken aback a bit, a bit offended, you know, because I'm like, please, I've done, a, I've done a lot of growing since then. <laughs> I have an understanding of that. It'd be an insult. <laughs> I've got to say that um, you've evolved so much since I've known you. I feel that you've grown as well. Even the energy in your voice is much lighter. And I feel that there's more inspiring you within you as well. And I think you get a constant surprise about what your capabilities are, which is amazing. And that's that's transferable. I feel it. Thank you. The same here. And again, I love having you here. I I love playing with you. I just want to thank also all our listeners, everybody that's replaying this in the future and today. Uh, It is so amazing to be able to touch those hearts, those people in, in a way that before we couldn't. And most of the information here Every time that you're releasing, you're going to see a different aspect. You're going to understand a different level because that's how it happens. The information yeah. just grows on itself, like layer by layer by layer. Yes. Like an onion, only in reverse. Really, what we're doing is we're peeling layers off of us like an onion. All right. Yes. And that was maybe a bit of a bad way to look at it, or you know, because it you know it makes you cry and it can be nasty. One of my <laughs> children used to be able to eat an onion raw like an apple. Can I just say that? <laughs> Honestly, crystal child would pick one up, take the outside, and then he would just bite into it and eat it like 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 as if he would eat an apple. He outgrew that phase, let me tell you. But he was a crystal child, and he he maintained that he could actually. Feel the energy and actually taste different things in the onion. It didn't really taste massively oniony to him. It tasted something else, and he enjoyed it. But it was a phase. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that that's amazing. Okay then. <laughs> so, like, be like my son. Don't be afraid to bite into an onion. We all shed layers, right? The quicker we shed the layers, the quicker we actually get to who we really are. All right. Now that is something worth reaching for. That is true. And Lara, before we leave, if people want to contact you directly, what is the best way? Well, at the moment, um, through Facebook, my website is is um, getting constructed, and it will be www.therealmrsrosenberg.com or um, www.lara-wealth.com. Um, it should be up in the next few weeks. I have to admit that. Kind of sat back a little bit on that because I think my energy was going in a different way but um, hopefully it should be online just shortly so you can reach me through Lara Wells um, on Facebook or email me at larawells at me.com okay but I, and I look forward to that and I'm on Instagram as well Lara Wells official so but I look forward to if you come on and come and track me down and what have you please um, give me a quick me- message and you know um, make you know, reach out and introduce yourself. I would love that as well. And thank you. And again, um, Lara is going to be on CBU the first Monday of every month. So just con- connect forward. with us as well. And yeah, thank you, Lara. Let's nail this this year, people. Let's nail it. <laughs> so thank you so much for being with us. And goodbye. Thank you very much, Quedda. Goodbye and take care. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome. Bye-bye, bye.